Hello and welcome back to the A Club Pearl Droid podcast where, for the first time, we're going to be talking all things Welsh Premier Women's League. I'm David Jones and I'm joined by Lewis Sharp. How are you, Lewis? Not too bad, thanks. How are you, Dav? Yeah, good, thank you. Stay tuned later in the podcast where we'll be joined by Concord Ladies striker Alison Witt discussing her first game back since the restart against Britain at Ferry Llan Sawal this weekend. Let's start off with Port Talbot Town's 3-1 victory over Cascade. Lewis, you were covering the game. What were your thoughts? Yeah, it was a really good game. Competitive game right from the off. Um, Laura Walkley scored uh, five minutes into the game really early on. Uh, Holly Williams then scored an own goal. She was unfortunate because she did play really, really well throughout the first half. It, it could have been five at, the, at half-time, to be honest. Um, Christella Morton did get one back for Cascade. Uh, it was around the hour mark and it really did... You did see a resurgence from the side. They started keeping the ball for longer, keeping possession higher up the pitch. But um, sub- substitute Courtney Thomas scored really late on to seal the victory for Port Talbot. I think the key part was the fact that Port Talbot Town scored at really good times in the game. You know, like you alluded to there, uh, Walkley scoring really early on. It kind of settles the team down, especially away from home. And with them scoring away, you know, on the stroke of half-time, uh, sort of dampens the spirits of Cascade. Was that the case, Lewis? Yeah, yeah, it definitely was. Um, I feel like up until the goal, although it was only five minutes, it was really competitive. And after that, Port Talbot did seem to hold on to possession for lengthier spells. But as I've mentioned previously, without Holly Williams in goal, they could have been a good five goals down at half-time and she did play exceptionally well. But in terms of the time of the goal for, from um Christella Morton as well for Cascade with half an hour left they're only one down they did really push on from that goal and I feel like that the timing of that goal was perfect for them. You mentioned Holly Williams there from the Port Talbot Town win who impressed you the most? Uh, I uh, it was a left winger uh, her name was Maisie Miller she was really good she was unfortunate not to score on multiple occasions denied a lot by Holly Williams um really close control and you know she'd cut in with the ball quite often and try and find the top right corner with a bending shot she she really did play quite well and uh Cardiff Met did win 4-0 against Britain Ferry Llansawel uh Dav you've seen quite a lot of Cardiff Met this season what what have you sort of made of them yeah they've been absolutely relentless this season really you know especially in front of goal uh, top scorers in the league this season and, you know, it's just their strength in depth and their attacking options. You think of players like Shannon Evans, where if it's not Evans scoring, it's Lauren Hatton Townsend. They've got players like Chloe O'Connor, Erin Murray. Uh, I've been especially impressed with Amy Long this season. Uh, Ellie Priest, who scored a double at the weekend as well. Uh, they're all players who can come in to the Archers eleven and make a difference. And uh, they've all been really impressive this season. And it's going to make for a really, impre- a really interesting title race in the Welsh Premier Women's League this season. But another 4-0 win, um, perhaps a shock, uh, came for Abergavenny women um, away at Cardiff City. What were your thoughts on that, Lewis? Yeah, um, two penalties uh, by Mally Summers, but arguably one of the better players was Lindsay Davis. She uh, won, well was on part of the five Urwithnos from Scorio, and um, she won the first penalty and scored an incredible chip uh, in the 80th minute she played really well but as you you know sort of alluded to there 
it was somewhat a shock result. We've seen Cardiff City blow sides away this season. I, I saw them against Port Talbot. They, you know, they've played really well this season. So it, it was a bit of a shock to see them lose 4-0 at home. Uh, I know you've seen a bit of Cardiff as well. What have you made of them, Gav? Yeah, I completely agree. Um, maybe it's not, not so much a shock in terms of the result. Maybe those two teams this season can be quite evenly matched. But uh, I certainly wasn't expecting a 4-0 win uh, for Abergavenny. Uh, quite a heavy result uh, for Cardiff. But, you know, they've only won two games this season, Cardiff, and they've got to make sure that they, that they bounce back very quickly because they can start to, uh, you know, having to chase the title race and that's, that's not what they want to be doing. You can't fall too far behind the likes of Swansea or Cardiff Met because they're so relentless, they will not drop points. Swansea City won 5-0 against Aberystwyth Town as well. They've, you know, really started the season strongly, Dav. Do, do you see them slipping up or do you think that they'll keep going in the same way they have been now? Similarly to what I said about Cardiff Met, they've been absolutely relentless, you know. And when you don't concede goals, you know, in Swansea's case, they've only conceded one goal this season. Uh, it gives you a platform to go on and win any game, you know. They've been ruthless at the back in that, you know, they don't concede goals. So that it's a dream to play in that team, surely, because you know that if you're getting one goal, two goals, you're very likely to win the game. Um, and they, you know, similarly again to, to Cardiff Met, they've got so much strength and depth in their squad that it's going to be a really interesting title race between those two teams. And uh, I, I feel like it's really going to go down to the, the fixtures between those two. I know Swansea City did beat Cardiff Met earlier on in the season, but I feel like the reverse fixture will be an absolutely key game this season. And moving on to this weekend's fixtures, first of all, uh, Abergavenny women will host Aberystwyth Town FC. Lewis, what are your thoughts on that one? It's going to be a tough test for both sides, really. Aberystwyth have always got something to play for. You know, they've only picked up one point from their first six this season. So they're always going to be trying to get a win on the board, especially against Abergavenny. You know, they've four from four this season. They've only conceded one. They're going to be on a high from last week. They have played really well, started exceptionally well this season. And they'll be hoping that they can, you know, continue their good run of form. And I know you've seen quite a lot of King Coyd uh, this season. Dav King Coyd will host Britain Ferry. Uh, what do you make of that? Yeah, it's going to be a, a massive game for King Coyd. You know, um, it's a big game for both sides. Really, fifth against seventh in the league. And King Coyd are playing their first game since the restart. You know, thinking back uh, to the games that they have played this season, I've been impressed with the likes of Alison Witts and Millie Jones. Uh, both of them have have got on the score sheet regularly for Concord this season uh, but it could be potentially an advantage for Britain Ferry that Concord haven't played since the restart Britain Ferry as we know have played that one game so will that come into effect uh, possibly the difference in fitness uh, sharpness and um, it's re- it really could have an effect we're delighted to be joined on the podcast by Kincoid ladies striker Alison Witts She's speaking to David Jones as she expressed her delight of the return of the Welsh Premier Women's League. I just wanted to start off uh, by asking, you know, the Welsh Premier Women's League has returned. Just how pleased are you to be back playing again? Yeah, so personally, I'm I'm really happy to be back. I think um, having a couple of months off over Christmas was probably tough for everyone, not being able to kind of get out and really do anything. So, yeah, I think personally for me, it's great to be back playing football. I think also for everyone else in the team, um, it's a really positive thing for all of us. And Concord uh, currently sit fifth in the table. What have you made of your sort of start to the season? 
Um, yeah, so it's been, I think it's, it's, it's had its ups and it's had its downs. We've put in some really good performances um, in some cases and we put in probably not some great performances. So I think um, having a bit of time off to reflect on those is, is probably been a positive thing for us. And I think coming back now and we can try and hit the ground running and maybe improve and, and kind of push on from the performances that we have we have put in already. And for you personally, you've got three goals in the opening five games of the of the um, season. How pleased have you been with your uh, personal performances this season? Um, again, probably quite hit and miss. Obviously, three. Goals. I'm really happy to have three goals, but as a striker, you want to be scoring as many as possible for you, kind of personally and for the team. So, um, providing I can, I can put some more in this season and and to finish off strong. Then, then yeah, I think both me and and the team will be really happy. With Concord's first game back this weekend. How have preparations been for the restart? It's been really strong. So, so we've been quite fortunate. I guess we've we've managed to have three weeks back without a game. I know some of the other clubs have, have had games last last weekend. So, preparations been really strong for us. So, so Charlie's come in um, as a new manager. We've done some really great tactical stuff um, and just being able to kind of get back with the girls and, and kind of regroup, restructure everything. Um, it's it's looking really positive for Sunday. And you spoke there about having uh, the three weeks as preparation for the season and other clubs have played a game. Would you have rather played a game before uh, this weekend? Um, it's a good question. I think there's there's pros and cons to both. I think for us, we chose to go back on, on the 21st. So I think personally, that's probably what's best for us as a team. I like the fact that we've been able to have that time together as a team without having to have a game on Sunday. But I just think it means that we're obviously kind of, um, we haven't had that game time like the teams have. So we've really got to make sure that we, we put in a strong performance on Sunday and, and prove that that was the right decision for us. And you'll be facing Britain fairly Sansawell this weekend. What kind of a test are you expecting from them? So I think they're going to be physically quite strong and that's something that we've kind of discussed in training. They're probably going to be able to hit us on the counter-attack as well. So, so they're things that we've worked on, but we've kind of looked at, looked at those guys and, and kind of fit a game plan around that. So I think, I think it's going to be a good test, but providing that we play the game that we want to play, I think, yeah, I think we can get a good result. You've got quite a busy schedule now over the next fortnight. How important is it to make sure you're picking up points, especially with the fact that your next two fixtures are at home? Yeah, massive. So obviously with the game on Sunday and then the game again on Tuesday, I think it's really important that they're games that I think we, we think we can actually win. So I think we need to put in a good performance. We need to make sure that we we pick up points there. And then obviously we've got Swansea next Sunday, which is maybe not necessarily a game that we're expected to win. But I think if we can go into that game off the back of two good performances, then yeah, who knows what can happen. And, and we may be able to pick up some points there as well. And moving on, obviously, um, we've got we've spoken about Swansea City as title challengers, leading the pack really, and they're going to be facing Cascade away. Lewis, how do you see that one going? Well, Cascade, you know, I, I've watched quite a bit of Cascade this season. They have been quite good. They're quite solid as well. They don't concede a lot of goals. Um, but obviously, Swansea City are coming off the back of a five nil victory against Aberystwyth Town. Stacey John Davis scored four in that game, and I'm I'm sure she's going to be looking to scoring more and more. Um, Cascade, you know, as as I've mentioned, have been quite good this season, and I've been impressed with them. Especially, I, I've mentioned her quite a few times in this podcast. But the the goalkeeper Holly Williams is a fantastic goalkeeper, and um, if if you know she can play well on the game, well, maybe Cascade could shock a lot of people in that game. And uh, Port Talbot will host Cardiff City women. What do you make of that, Dav? 
for me, this is the, the game of the weekend, you know, fourth against sixth in the league. Uh, we spoke about Portal having a really good start since the restart with that victory in Cardiff, losing 4-0 in a bit of a shock result. Um, but I think people have to remember, you know, Cardiff, uh, although they have only uh, won two games this season, uh, three of their fixtures in the opening five games have been against the three sides that are top of the league. So... And, you know, they did beat Portalbert Town 4-0 earlier on in the season. And they certainly have players, I think, of the likes of Phoebe Poole, who's been absolutely outstanding this season. They do have players who can hurt sides. And I do feel like um, Cardiff City, I've spoken that they need to bounce back. And this is a, a huge statement if they can uh, grab a result on the weekend. We've also had the huge news of Wales's national team managerial appointment. Gemma Granger, who's worked with the English FA for 11 years across a number of different England women's development squads, as well as a stint with the senior team under Mark Sampson, has been appointed on a four-year deal. Here's a Club Peldroid founder, Jordan Jones, who attended Granger's first press conference as Wales manager. Uh, firstly, congratulations. Uh, what I'd like to ask is domestic women's football in Wales is going through a restructure at the moment. Um, how important is that um, in growing football in Wales? And how much are you hoping to integrate that into the national team plans as well? Yeah, thank you. Uh, it, it, first of all, it is so important. I think it's a, for, from a national team point of view, it's a balance of providing the, the players with the right opportunities. You know, for the players that are playing in, in Wales, it's about, for me, making sure that they've got the right programme to support their development for them to deliver at national team level. So for me, it's a balance of both. You know, for the players, it's about them playing in the right environment for them. Um, to make sure that they can, you know, essentially develop and perform. Um, so, you know, that, that restructure um, is something that I'm aware of and, you know, the, the conversations that I've been having, they're really positive. Um, and I think for me to, to understand that and, and play a part in it is going to be really important. Obviously, as well with Scorio having highlights available for the Women's League, are you going to use that and perhaps attend some games um, to look at some players who might be forcing their way into your squad? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, it's, it's one of the top priorities on my list. I'll be going out to see players. Um, I see my role as being out, you know, two, three times a week and I'll be carefully planning. Once I've got the April camp, um, you know, complete in, in a few weeks time, that'll be part of my work. And, you know, I really want to be strategic in that, you know, seeing players and making sure my visibility is high and the players know that, you know, I'm there to, to watch them in games is a big part of my role. That's a wrap-up for the first Welsh Premier Women's League podcast from us at Club Peldroid. Good luck to all the teams competing this weekend and thank you all for listening. Make sure to keep an eye out on Club Peldroid's social media accounts for any updates in the next few weeks on new podcasts. Mm-hmm.